bro. Yeah. It's fortunate, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. Fire Force has one character. Yeah, her, that's literally all she is. She's just there for fan service? Bro, literally, bro, like her clothes, autumn, like, bro, like, not, literally 10 times out of 10, though, like, they will come off some way, somehow. That's crazy. On some dumb shit. But, what's this one called? Fire? The story. Fire Force. Fire Force? You take notes, you take Excuse me, why? Welcome to the old Dirty Time Capsule. I'm your boy, Daniel Elias Carrero. As always, don't forget to like, sub, hit the follow in the description. Buy that book if you haven't bought it. Today, I'm with a very special guest of mine. He actually created the cover to the book. His name is Wilfred Acosta. Wilfred, would you like to introduce yourself, say anything to the good people very quickly? Let's go, y'all. Wilfred Acosta. Uh... Modern day Renaissance man, uh, United States Marine. You know what I'm saying? I do a little bit, a little bit of everything. So a bit of everything. Yeah, that's actually true. Wilfred is um, the backbone to our. our um, he's a he's a backbone to our to our squad to to a lot of the things we do. Um, I know I was first introduced to Wilfred through just mutual contacts, and my man has been has been drawing and like, he's always been the illest visual artist and things like that. Um, and right now I know you're working on, on starting your, your business, you know what I'm saying? You're getting into it slowly, patiently, you know what I mean? Um, and I know my first question for you is, it regards drawing, um, cause I know, I know you've evolved greatly as a, as a visual artist and as a graphic designer. But I want to know if you can remember the first moment you ever like drew something, or like, do you remember how you felt? If you remember like the sensations and all those things. Um, honestly, that's a good question because it gets me thinking. So when I was a wee jet, you know what I'm saying? I think I was like four or five years old, and this is like around the around the first moments where I feel like I've, I gained consciousness as a human being, right? When you when you kind of become aware of the world around you where you start remembering things. And I think it goes back to like me being five years old and four or five years old, I don't remember exactly, and being in like a daycare program because, you know, parents was working and I just remember being a little kid and always drawing, like, whatever, just, you know, creating some shit, you know what I'm saying? Just putting things together, whether it be like Play-Doh or just doodling something. Mm -hmm. But what really got me drawing was, like, shit like Dragon Ball Z. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, Anime, things like that? Mainly Dragon Ball Z. Primarily? And primarily Dragon Ball Z because being like a little kid, right? And you, you grow up watching these, you know, super like badass, fucking muscular dudes just screaming and fucking <laughs> fucking shit up. You know what I'm saying? That shit. As a little kid, you know what I'm saying? Especially as a little boy, um, that shit gets you going. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you feel inspired by that. And it almost gives you like a, like a, like a goal to aim for, hmm. right? Uh, and I remember being like, uh, this was like first grade. And I remember um, 
me and my cousin used to watch that shit a lot. My older cousin, Leo. Shout out Leo. Um, I remember he was drawing Gohan. This was like the first grade. And he showed me, he was like, Pete, bro, was, I was like, yo. Like, it was, it was just mind-blowing as a little kid. Yeah. Right? And honestly, looking back, it probably wasn't even that good. Right? But, probably not. But to me, as a little kid, like, yo, I want to be able to do that. You want to be able to draw Gohan, Goku, like, yeah. all that detail. And so, and so that's what I started doing. Like, I started grabbing my video game cases and, and just tracing them or just trying to copy them. I used to, I remember taking pieces of paper and then putting them on the TV while it was playing and, like, pausing them in or certain on certain scenes and shit. Yeah. And I would literally just draw like the frame that was it was on. That's crazy. I yeah. never heard nobody doing that before. I used to just do that, bro, because I wasn't going outside a lot as a kid. My parents were very overprotective. So, you know, I had to, I, I definitely had a lot of time on my hands. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, bro, like, like that's that that takes me back to that. I feel you. I just thought about it's funny because I feel like a lot of um, youth introductions into drawing, especially for males, involves some sort of anime. Yeah. Um, because the first time I ever drew a picture was actually also Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> I oh, I drew I drew Vegeta because I love Vegeta. Um, yes. That's my boy. Um, but and I know I know I was teaching some kids math last spring. And there was one kid, he hated math, but he was ill drawing like Naruto. He gave me a drawing of Kakashi. And I was like, this is a little Wilford right here. Mm. You know what I mean? No word of a lie, except he was a lot more annoying than you. <laughs> like, nah, this kid actually got on my nerves though. I don't even go hold you. You're not even annoying, he was type shit. Anyways, um, but nah, so I mean, yo, I realized quickly drawing was not my thing. Mm. Um, and so obviously I put it down. What kept you drawing? And like, what, what what motivated you to get better? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's the same thing for that little kid that you met that gave you that piece, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you know, you seen him, you were like, wow. I was just stunned. Just that reaction alone for artists, you know, like me as a little kid, bro, that's, that's literally like it right there. Yeah, yeah. That's that positive reinforcement that you need, right? Because, uh, it just, it just, you just know you're doing a good thing, mm-hmm. right? And it's something that you know you're, you're not doing anything wrong with, right? Unless you're drawing some, some questionable shit, right? Yeah. But, you know, I wasn't doing none of that. I'm still not doing none of that, right? Yeah, but, drawing dead animals and like, yeah, you know, ghosts. Some, some Jeffrey Dahmer shit, you know, like, like yeah, some yeah, wild yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> you got some nigga over there laughing, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not no Dahmer shit over here, you know what I'm nah, saying? Nah, nah, nah. We wholesome. Okay, no, yeah. For the most part. But what, okay, so the 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 um, appreciation and sort of like validation and sort of like, mm-hmm. I feel that because that was part of the reason why I feel like I quit rapping. I felt like I wasn't getting enough external like support and like validation to keep going. I had moments. I had many, many moments. Like um, I think back to like Neil putting me on at the show. I think back to... Um, Fran Diego put me on at his show. Man, maybe I shouldn't quit. No, I'm kidding. Um, I mean, it's always in you. Nah, nah, for, for sure. Real, for real. We was freestyling the other day. Nah, I know. I killed some dumb it. shit. I killed it. Was, it. And, it was, and it was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need so to get right. Yeah. I need to get right. Um, 
or what you call it. No, so yeah, yeah, okay. What a um, and then the validation kept you going. I can keep expanding on that. Please, you know please, please. Like, <clears throat> trying to remember like a quote that I heard. And I think I don't remember if it was uh, Jordan Peterson or Gary uh, Vaynerchuk or Vaynerchuk. Uh, the skinny Gary, white dude, Gary V. You know what I'm saying? That really skinny white dude, right? You got, you man makes mad money, just making money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mad hyped and shit, you turned up. Man, I um, fuck with man. Yeah, I remember he. It was one of them that said like, once you're able, once you're, if you're sitting next to somebody and they look over to you and you're doing something and you can make them go wow, that's how you know you've won. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, that's a fact. That's a fact. And when I first heard that, I was like. That's crazy, bro. I've kind of been doing that all my life. You know what I'm saying? Since like a since like a, a first grader type shit. Mm-hmm. I remember being in school and just like all the kids used to be like, damn, bro, yo, I need you to draw me something. Like, can you draw me this? Can you draw me that? Like, oh my God, that's so fire. Even my teachers were like, they would like give us assignments like comic books and I would just kill it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And there were other kids too that were, that were like, it wasn't like, it's not like a common thing. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, Nowadays, it's more common for sure. Uh, but I feel like back then, as a little kid, I didn't see a lot of a lot of other like artists, young, a lot of people, young drawing. artists. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah, like you didn't have a lot of like um, examples of how to proceed. No, I didn't. I actually, I'm mostly yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm mainly just I'm mainly self-taught. I've never like mm-hmm. well, I can't say never because I did. I, I, I learned more later on when I, you know, when I started going to college, when I started coming to ET. Mm-hmm. Uh, you found mentors like Alex and shit. Yeah, yeah. but you know, I also had my older cousin Leo who just had like, like an eye for detail. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he would just like, he would give me like small tips like, yo, don't draw so hard with the pencil because when you erase it, you're gonna leave a line to draw lighter. And then I took that technique and I was like, yo, like the lighter I draw, the better my shading gets. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or just like. Or you, and you learn a lot too from like tracing things, you know what I'm saying? Or even doing uh connect the dots type of type of drawings and shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like and I, I don't know a lot, like a lot of the times that shit is like frowned upon. Like if you're if you're tracing some shit, um some people might be like, bro, that's cheating. I'm like, yeah, that's learning. Like at what point did you re- oh okay, at what point did you make um visual arts your profession was there a moment or was it sort of like a gradual like it just happened like are you asking me like when i started like charging people for shit i guess yeah yeah in some sense <laughs> that's one way to put it for sure for sure bro as a young lad bro okay, okay. young and damn okay, okay maybe like Cause I've known you as a um, you know I me mean? like as like late high school so. like late high school and now like young adulthood and so as long as I've known you you've actually done it like on a on a professional level mm-hmm. um, in terms of like, yeah you've just been a part of large projects since since I've met you you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying I don't know before that though was there a moment yeah was there that moment you know what I mean I mean school bro like I literally just like if people come come to me to like to to draw something like I might draw some shit obviously like terrible terrible prices right because you don't know you don't underselling know how, you don't know how to yeah underselling like right. you don't know how to how to um, profit off your yeah you don't know how to profit off yourself or 
you don't know how to come up with pricing for your numbers just yet. So I would like do stuff for like five bucks, like that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like quick things too. Like I might just draw like a car for somebody or just like a, like a. I'm not drawing Dragon Ball Z character for my boy in high school. Uh, I think he gave me like twenty bucks for that shit, and it was fucking crazy. No word. Long story short, though, the nigga lost it. Tough. Shake my head. Shout out Adrian. Dang. <laughs> Maybe he found it. I don't know. I, I would like to see that shit again, though. Okay, okay. Yeah. So it, I'm also hearing from your story that, like, you know, your ability to draw is also been like a strong attraction for others to come to you. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Is that that's correct? Okay. Yeah. How um how how is how is that how is dealing with that? Um. I mean, it's not, I think it's good, man. I feel like I can't complain, really. Um, yeah, you get a lot of people trying to hound you for shit um, in terms of just, like, you see a lot of people asking you to draw your shit. You know what I'm saying? That shit can get a little annoying, um, especially when they're not wanting to pay you what you're worth. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Um, so, but you're at the same time, you're, you're constantly being, like, sought out for um, people are constantly like looking for you, asking you if you could do some shit for them, and just, I think just that's like that's not inherently like a bad thing. Like, like I think it's a good thing, right? As, as a business, you want more customers, um, and as a as an artist, you want more recognition. Um, I think the problem lies more um, maybe within myself and trying to balance all those all those clients and people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Especially like learning more and more like I need I need help you know what I'm saying real shit I need, I need help mm-hmm. right um, you wanna put out you wanna put out a job ad real quick I don't know nah, <laughs> um, eventually okay uh, but I I, I, I think I, I need people with um, you know particular skill sets mm-hmm. right um, yeah I mean Yeah, I mean, it's, it's nice, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not like... Is it ever overwhelming? Of course. How do you deal with that? Or, or better question, has there been a moment where it's been too overwhelming? Yeah, I feel like it's constantly like that. Uh, <laughs> so you feel like you're constantly in that moment? Yeah, constantly. Damn, okay. Um, shit. How do I deal with that, bro? I feel like, I guess I kind of just, you kind of just got to deal with it. You got to... You gotta take it one step at a time, one customer at a time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and de- and saying no more, uh, just saying no more, right? I, I feel like I also need to come up with like a like a waiting list for people, and I, and I have that, but like I don't use it enough, mm-hmm. right? Um, you got any favorite animes right now? Jujutsu Kaisen is definitely top. Why do you? Uh, why I haven't seen you've been telling me to watch that one for a minute. But it's just too fire. Why do you like it? I feel like it's like an one. The animation is beautiful, right? The the way it's directed is fire. The way that the action sequences are choreographed, and just like the the emotional um, and like world the stakes that 
are at hand in these in these battles and shit mm-hmm. are just fire. And the art style is fire. The the character designs are fire. I I, I really like. Um, one thing in particular that I really like about it too is that it doesn't have like a lot of like um, fan service. Fan service. You no know, fan services. It's when they fucking start. You know. Like Philip, like no, nah, like when they when they, yeah, 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 yeah. We out here being proactive and fixing bad habits. Um, the fuck was I saying? It's when they start like fan service. Well, they start, you know, they, they, you know, like those characters with the exaggerated titties and fucking. I know exactly what you mean. And like the motherfuckers that be like the nose be bleeding and shit. It's when just, they, when they, when they, when they zoom like, in to so boob like, jiggle. Yeah, it's just so. There's nobody getting nose beats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I be watching that like, I think the one, the one that got me messed up. I think maybe it was the most recent season on the two, but the most recent season on Demon Slayer, I feel like has some. Yeah. In that case, has some fan service. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The prior seasons, not so much, but this most recent season of Demon Slayer, I'm like, man, where all these, where all these, where all this ass come from? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I was just trying to watch some demons get slayed. Yeah, bro. That should be, it'd be aggy too, cause you know I got a girlfriend and shit. So <laughs> when, we, when we be watching shit, it's like. Yeah. We both just be sitting there like, oh my god, bro. Yeah, forcing yeah. it, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, her that's literally all she is. She's just there for fan service. But literally, bro, like her clothes autumn like bro, like not, literally ten times out of ten though. Like they will come off some way, somehow. That's crazy. Awesome dumb shit. But What's this one called? Fire? The story. Fire Force. Fire Force? You take notes. You take notes. Nah, I was for the fans. Yeah, 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 I gotta watch that. (laughs) I'm gonna have to get you a third mic, G. Oh, shit. Um, Damn. Yeah, but Jujutsu Kaisen is is super fire right now. It's a a good narrative. It's not, like, too hard to follow. The power system is dope. With, like, they use, like... Like, curses and shit. Curses and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Like I said, the characters are cool. Um... I think the main protagonist is is really likable. You know what I'm saying? He be getting fucked up a lot, but he's likable. Side character is also super dope. He, the, the main character is one with the hand with the mouth in his hands. Yeah, he's so he's possessed by like a fucking demon and shit. Yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. not it's not on no Naruto shit. Where Naruto like like Nine Tail Fox out here wilding. Yeah, Nine Tail Fox wilding, and like he's supposed to be like it's like I hate he's you. He's supposed to be like the like the biggest villain, right? But then he becomes friends with him. Yeah, yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Jutsu Kaisen is like nah, this nigga is a whole black Air Force. You know? What wow. I'm saying? Like, on time and all the fucking time, bro. Wow. Like. As a former wearer, like frequent of crazy. black Air Forces, I'm stunned. It's like. Like Jujutsu Kaisen is like if Naruto was for adults, except it's not ninjas and shit, obviously. I fuck with it. I fuck with it. It's dope as fuck. No, no, no. I remember um I got so sick of watching Baruto, I had to rewatch Naruto. Yeah. Just to get that taste out of my mouth. Yeah. Um I never I don't. <laughs> but okay. Fuck Naruto. Would you yeah. Um yeah, my cousins still watch it. Don't let them hear you say that. They 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 love that shit. No fuck. But <laughs> you good, you good. Um, what you call it though? I guess here's my question. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what would you ever make an anime or a manga or? It's like one book? of my. It's like one of my dreams, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Like if I could, I would. But um, if you could, you would. Or is it? Is it if you could, you would? Or is it that you will? If I could, I would. Because right, right, right. realistically speaking, bro, like. 
Bro, just make it one episode of an anime. I think it's I'm pretty sure it's like millions of dollars. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I've I've dabbled in animation, right? I've I've drawn like simple animations and shit, like hand drawn. But but like, granted, that shit was like with the mouse and the fucking keyboard. But that shit takes so fucking long, bro. Mm-hmm. Animating. You is know not- how many frames are in one fucking like second, bro? A lot. Well, think about a camera. Right? Camera got 24 frames per second, 30 frames per second, 60 frames per second. Imagine drawing 24 frames or 30 frames of just like the same shit, but you slightly moving some shit. That's 30 seconds. I make it fluid, bro. That shit is crazy. Let's say it's 30 frames um, per second in in a minute. That's 30 times 60. That's like 18. Yeah, I think that's like 1,800 frames. That's mad time. Uh, Yeah. I don't think I, I don't see myself. Having yeah, it's 1,800 frames. That's 1,800 maybe like, frames a minute. Maybe directing one. Yeah, that should be fire. Uh-huh. Come up with a character design. Because I love drawing that shit. You know what I'm saying? I've I been drawing my own little characters. Very like boondocks, you know what I'm saying? Style, hip hop style. No, yeah, characters yeah. Characters and shit. You actually drew a character for the book that we, yeah. we didn't put in there. We should honestly post it anyways. On some yeah. promotional shit. Just yeah. to like be like, yeah, I know one thing I want to do is actually to commission some more artists to actually do renditions of the characters is like how they seem that'd, that'd be cool you know what I'm saying like a little hashtag challenge or something like that yeah 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 but what you call it um oh shit I think we're thinking alright we'll talk about that later <laughs> what would you what would you make an anime about bro or like yeah definitely some action shit some action packed funny fucking not nonsensical sometimes but then like ha- like mixing the existential you know, questions and themes and shit. You want something kind of dark, but but humorous. Yeah, no, nah, that's my it. that's my humor. You know no, no, I feel you. I feel you. You're cracking a lot of jokes, brother. That's kind of my life. Nah, nah. But I mean, almost back to that's that. It. On that point, almost back to that point of like um, you being in high demand. Besides that, I feel like you have the ability to make a lot of people. You bring you bring positive energy into like most rooms you walk into, right? Mm. And um, you very almost like entertaining in the sense where it's like I see people laugh and smile around you, type of shit. You know what I mean? You do that on purpose, or is that something you just grew up like being able to do? I grew up like that. You know okay. what I'm saying? I've always I've always been like that. I've always been, you know, the dude that can like talk to anybody really. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, is there a moment you know it's like damn I really got this this gift were you talking to somebody in particular I don't know maybe I feel like I maybe I noticed it more like in high school you know what I'm saying uh, cause like uh, so so fucking I want like fucking homecoming like royalty and shit damn bro I'm with I the was, homecoming king that's crazy I was, a king. I was a king I was like fucking prince but I was, I was, but I was prom, I was prom king though. All right, all right. And I feel like, oh, and like, okay, okay. And the funny shit about that though is like, I was literally walking out, like I was leaving prom. I was getting on the bus to leave because we took a party bus over there. I was getting back on the bus, and then they was calling my name. They was like, Yo, Wilfred, Wilfred, Yo, Will, Yo. I was like, Fuck is going on? <laughs> he said, like, Yo, bro, you want prom king? I was like, Screw. 
<laughs> I fucking ran back. back. Yeah, I turned back, but I ran through that bitch like, like a fucking Celtics player coming through the game. <laughs> I'm saying like, yeah. <laughs> shit was funny as hell. But high school was like, yeah, man. I feel like I noticed a lot of high school, bro. Like I just had a lot of friends in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, bro, I literally like walking behind me and, and like. In the hallways and shit was a fucking hassle <laughs> for people because you just walking down the hallway like, yo! Yeah, 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 yeah. All the way down the hall, bro, and they're just screaming down the hall. Even my teachers fucked with me, bro. Like, yeah, yeah like, that's why. I know, man. We had two I, very distinct personalities in high school, bro. Because I was like, leave me the fuck alone. I was there, were those, there, were, there were those moments for me, for I, sure. I was like that most of the time. Yeah. My thing is, and this is what I realized too. A lot of people like me, but I don't like them. You know what I'm saying? And um, that was me. That was me in high school. <laughs> yeah, because I'm likable, but not everybody else is. You know what I mean? Um, I guess. Nah, nah, nah. But yeah, that's wild. I don't know, man. I just try to be genuine. Okay. Um, I just try to bring a good vibe. Like that's how I, I feel. Like that's how I, I grew up with. You know, with with. A lot of dudes that was just like that, you know what I'm saying? It was just entertainers, bro. It was cracking jokes. Like, they used to make me laugh as a fucking little kid, bro. Like, mm-hmm. like but roasting the shit out of me, like, talking yeah. about my forehead, because I know my shit booming. Um, Damn, I didn't notice, bro, but you got some serious <laughs> Wi-Fi just, going on up there. Hey, look at you, brother. <laughs> that's a whole fucking Wi-Fi router. Your shit look like a PS5, bro. Nah, that's facts, bro. Your shit do deadlifts, bro. That's why my bandwidth go crazy. Your shit PR in a fucking... <laughs> Um, nah nah damn okay okay do you do you still keep in contact with friends from high school yeah some few it's hard to keep up with a lot of people though like especially like that I mean high school is like that that that's like that era for that you know what I'm saying like Mm -hmm. to socialize with your friends like I didn't fuck with school for like the academic purposes. You like, didn't go to school because really like learning. I like learning. Don't get me wrong. I love learning. Like I feel like if you once you stop learning, bro, you you it's like it's like a shark. The shark that starts that stops moving. Yeah, yeah, You just yeah. fucking die. I meant some more but, in the sense where it's like a, relatively but, yeah, you can learn anywhere. Def- yeah, but you exactly. go you go and you're motivated to go every day because you got the homies there. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know they gonna help you get through. You look day. forward. You look forward to seeing the homies. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, bro, like, I enjoy the social aspect of school. Like, mm-hmm. but public school, public school in particular, too. Like, I don't know how it is in a private school, but I feel like if, like, like I would I would want my kids to have that public school experience and then get some, you know, some, get some knowledge at the crib. I would love to send my kids to trade school. Like, you went to... Oh, yeah, I went to the Vogue, bro. You went to the Vogue. It's not just that you went to public school, brother. You went to the Vogue. Tra- yeah. I went, went to, to a trade, trade school. school. You know right. what I'm saying? And, um... Best decision of my life. I actually wish I, did. you know, I, I do appreciate my my high school because they, they they put me through. They essentially helped me get through college, like financially speaking. That's what's up. But at the same time, like at this point in my life, I'm like, damn, 
Like, I'm on the path I am now, and I'm going to run it to the day till I run this shit into the ground. But it's it always like, I always just have this vivid imagination. There's always so much more things I, I would have wanted to learn. And I feel like a trade school, you know, I didn't have to learn about World War II that many times. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I feel like I could have benefited from, you know, taking an auto body, taking an auto body class, taking a wood shop class, something like that, bro. Learning more with my hands. I'm not saying the academics weren't important because I'm like very academically inclined. But especially now that I'm in my 20s, bro, it's like, yo, I feel like I'm missing so much. Um, in terms of just other, like, those kinds of skills. Like, I just got a car, and now, and now I'm learning so much about cars and, like, learning to maintain my car um, and things like that, right? But, um, and I'm learning I love cars. I didn't know that. I didn't know I love cars. Like, this shit is mad kind of fun, you know what I'm saying? And they're mad interesting yeah, yeah. to learn about, like, just learn how an engine works type of shit, you know so, what I mean? So what is it? Yeah, what is it about the cars that has you so interested? I have no idea. I really have no idea. It's, um, not, it's not like the, just the, the sense of knowing how things work? It, it is kind of, yeah, no, no, no. For me, but that's also, it's like... That's also what I mean. I don't know why I do that. Because I do love to learn how things work, but I don't know why I love to do that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's just an essential, like, curiosity. Um, That's what it is. Nah, yeah, yeah. It's, again, you know, the the shark who stops moving, you know what I'm saying, is the person who stops learning. Mm. Um, no, nah, no, nah, that's some real shit. Damn. How do you feel? <laughs> what do you feel like you're learning right now as in your mid-20s? <sighs> new things, man. I don't know. I guess learning more how to be a creative, like, more creative direction. You know what I'm saying? Coming up with, looking at, looking more so at the bigger picture of, of what is being presented rather than just, you know, the piece of paper or the, the, the computer screen in front of me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> definitely, like, because I've had, I've had experience in a lot of different um, art, artistic mediums, um, whether it be photography, you know, videography, um, um, visual arts, obviously, graphic design, like all the all these things, right? Even music, right? I am. But but now it's really like learning how to bring all of those mediums together. Um, mm. And coming up with different, you know, campaigns or just ideas that push, you know, a, a project forward mm. or how to, you know, get people's attention with it. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. I do know what you're saying. Like, kind of like how we, you know, it's the same, it's the same shit we, we were working on for the book in terms of like the marketing for it. Yeah. Uh, definitely like learning a lot about that. Um, mm-hmm. Um, shit, what else? And really just the game of life, bro. Like, you know, continuing to learn, to learn how to be adaptable, especially, you know, that's crazy. as a multifaceted person, um, who a lot of people rely on, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's, it, it gets, you know, tough, but I, I believe I have the mental, cal- the mental, Mm-hmm. Calluses and the testicular fortitude, you know what I'm saying? To <laughs> that was good. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna use that. Going, you know what I'm Mental calluses and testicular fortitude. You know what keep I'm saying? And to, to keep it going, right? And really, like, 
like fucking Marine Corps. The, the Marine Corps itself is just like, like I already, I feel like when you go into the Marine Corps, like, well, I'm not gonna speak for everybody because everyone's different. But for me personally, I feel like I was already a soldier just because of what God put me through. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and the challenges I faced. Um, and like in that process, I feel like I truly like learned what I was capable of in high stress situations and just like just you know what I could like my physical limit right mm-hmm. and, uh, and my physical limit is that there is no limit it's the same for you it's the same for Nick it's the same for anybody like you you are you will be completely surprised as to what your mind is capable of mm-hmm. when you don't want to fucking give up mm, that's a fact that's a fact I think you know something you said I want to go back a little bit to the learning part because I feel like I'm learning some similar things as you you know what I'm saying? And we've been involved in projects together this year, so it's like, yeah, it makes fucking sense, right? Mm-hmm. But it's definitely like, yeah, I think this is that phase in our lives where we're trying to put it all together. I want to reiterate that. For sure. And I'm, I'm reminded of, like, this Earl Sweatshirt line. Um, I adapt. I adapt better than I can plan. Mm-hmm. That has to... But low-key, I feel like that has to stop being true. Because mm-hmm. um, I feel like I've been adapting and the thing about adaptation is that like you don't you don't create the circumstances in which you adapt to you know what i'm saying if something happens to you therefore you have to adapt mm-hmm. okay but it, the idea of a plan is that you could more or less control certain variables right, right? Yeah. and there're always going to be variables outside of your control but you can always maximize the variables that you do have in your control Absolutely. you know what i mean cuz like you know for all the million things that I, I can't control, let's say that there's a hundred things that I can control. Why am I only trying to take care of 50 when I could take care of a hundred? You know what I mean? Yes, there's still the million to deal with and adapt to, but um, like, I guess what I'm trying to get at too is just being fully intentional. Um, and that's, that's the thing I'm struggling the most with right now. And even recently launching the book, you know what? Um, that's something that I'm like, you know, I could have even gone slower. I could have. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I was trying to tell you that shit at one point. Nah, nah. But at the same time, though, like you need that, you need that, um, that instinct to follow your, your fucking impulse. You know no, what I'm no, no. Yeah. I like it's, it's good that you, uh, you literally like. You lock in, right? And you yeah. make the decision and you follow through with it. Like Sometimes like impulsiveness. You need, you need that shit, right? I agree. Uh, and it, But I think what you're, what you're saying too, like it, it, it's like the classic dichotomy of like survival mode and fucking... Growth mode. And growth thrive mode, mode, thrive mode. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. surviving versus thriving, right? Because when you're surviving, you're not really thinking about anything mm-hmm. else. You're, you're thinking about the, the, the problems that are in front of you right now, but you're not thinking about setting yourself up to to pass you know what i'm saying or to, to solve the next problem or the yeah. next few problems I, w- I will say almost like like not push back but like give myself part of my own issue too was that i had i think that our release was actually fine like more or less i think the problem with me was having too high of expectations and expecting to like have everybody buy one immediately you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying um yeah 
And that's another thing I'm learning is like, yo, when you're, when you are impulsive, this is what I will say. It's like, when you are impulsive, you, you, uh, you, you're often impulsive because of grander expectations. You know what I'm saying? If I had waited, I wouldn't have done it. Like, you know what I'm saying? If I had took it more time, I probably wouldn't have done it. Yeah. So I'm actually at a phase where although I'm like slightly overwhelmed and only slightly bit disappointed, I'm also slightly bit excited. You should be. Because especially after talking to Alex and Marquise about like their journeys, building their, yeah, their organization, I'm like, nah, 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 I'm, I'm doing the right things. It's supposed to be a slow burn. Yeah. It's supposed to be a buildup. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I'm supposed to like, you know what I mean? And I, as of late, I think I've been taking it easier on myself and being myself a blessed even about the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it is like, you do need to be impulsive and crazy to get started. Most entrepreneurs, I was I was seeing this. I think it was the dude who made um, like NVIDIA. The, the, the video? Yeah, the thing in the, the computer. I don't know if it's a graphics card or something. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know who, who or what you're about yeah. to talk about. Dude said if he could go back knowing what he knows now, he would have never done it. Interesting. But that's the point is that um, the only way somebody even gets started is by virtue of not knowing how hard it's going to be. Because yeah. if you do know and you actually know it, you're not going to, you know what I mean? And I'm dealing with that yeah, right bro. now. I mean, I feel like that's the key. That's one of the keys to success right there is literally starting before you're ready. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What I'm saying? That's what you're talking about. I feel like. Like, and this is, shout out to my OG, fucking Jeremy Shannon. You know what I'm saying? Uh, one of my mentors. Uh, I, I, like, he, he's, he helps me uh, with business strategy. And I've learned a lot of, you know, of entrepreneurship um, through him. And one of the things I used to say a lot in the beginning was just like, I want to drop when I'm ready. I want to drop when I'm ready. I want to drop when I'm ready. Mm-hmm. He would always say, like, yo, bro, you're never truly going to be 100% ready. A thousand percent believe it. But at the same time, he's absolutely right, right? Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, you only drop once. Yes, that's true. Ah. And you want to make that fucking impact. I want to push back on that a little bit just because... I can't believe I'm quoting DJ Academics. I don't even like that guy necessarily. Um, But, yo, he still made a good point. He was giving advice to young streamers, YouTubers, such as such as uh, I here, we here, right? And it's like you constantly, you always have to be thinking about how you reinvent yourself, right? Um, and I'm like, that's valid though. And it's like that reinvention is always a new you, and it's always a new introduction. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it also harpens back to something one of my my business mentor tells me. Um, Shouts Pete Peterson's Mayor 2.0. Um, <laughs> He's like, yo, if you, if you were to break down your life, right? You're like 26. I'm 24, so let's say 25, right? I think you're 25. Um, 25, bro. To the let's say you let's you say you live to to, to 80. All right. That's um 80 minus 25. That's 55 years. All right. If you were to break that down into to like five five year segments you would have 11 different times to reinvent yourself. You know what I'm saying? If you broke it down into into 10, you would have like, you know, again, 
five something, maybe like 5.6, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Um, don't trust my mathematics, it's all off the dome. But you get the point, right? I get the point you're saying. So what, what? I, could, I agree with you, but I, at the same time, there is that, I feel like there's that, nah, there's that buffer, there's there that is, room. There is that buffer, right? Um, and I think what I'm just more so saying is like, you really do only job, you really do only job one time. Mm-hmm. When you introduce whatever it is that you're doing or who you are to the world, right? But that doesn't mean that you can't reinvent that and then do it again later. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just more so, I'm talking more so about like the preparation of it. Do you want to drop and give like almost like a, um, like a, like a half thought out um, or like a poorly prepped plan? You know what I'm saying? And, no, make, no, and, make wanna... a, and make a weaker impact? Or do you want to maximize the resources and the planning as much as you can, right? Because obviously analysis paralysis, you can you can only plan so fucking much, mm-hmm. right? But you can definitely set yourself up for a better you can, impact. There is over-planning and there is under-planning. You have to optimize. Yeah, yeah. And at the same time, like, obviously, no, none of us can tell the future. You know what I'm saying? Like, fucking Alex Bryan, shout out, shout out. No, ET art director. All right. Um, he was saying this shit the other day. Um, or was it was it you? I don't remember. I think it was Alex. Now I'm pretty sure it was Alex. And now I'm trying to remember what I was about to say because I'm I'm forgetting because I'm talking too much. What was what was the thing? Bro? It was what did like, Alex say? It was uh it was uh fuck 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 fuck. What did he say, bro? Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, he was he was saying. That the fucking one of the one of the most important skills that he learned um, in business um, and running an organization was the ability to make a decision to stop doing something when you're, when you're doing it wrong. You know what I'm saying? That's great. And he learned it in construction, right? And basically. He gave the example of, uh, you know, he, he, he's, he worked uh, with his brother and shit in a construction company and they'd be building something and they'd be working on that shit for like two weeks. They're putting all this fucking hard ass work into it. Right. And then all of a sudden his brother comes through like, yo, tear that shit down. We gotta, we gotta start, we gotta start over. Cause that's just wrong. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? And that's like the number one problem, the number one issue on why businesses lose money is because they've been doing the wrong thing for so long. Yeah. They don't know that how they to completely, pivot. They pretty much completely went in the wrong direction yeah, for yeah. fucking years. That's where adaptation becomes exactly. necessary. Look at fucking Blockbuster. What did they do? They didn't adapt, bro. Oh, they, yeah. They was only selling these fucking DVDs and shit. And then you yeah. got Redbox coming through. They set up at Walmart. And then you got Netflix coming through streaming. Bow. Yo, the thing was, too, is that Netflix, Netflix, like, outran them, bro. bro because. My miles. But, because, they, because they made it accessible. My fault. I'm no, no, no. I'm getting excited. You good. You good. You good. Because <laughs> I, I remember as a kid, bro, watching commercials for Netflix. Where they would still the they would still mail you DVDs and, and you would rent them right. Yeah. They were just blockbuster but on delivery, and then they became a digital platform like yeah. for streaming, right? That that's one of those things that I often forget about. But like that's what I mean when they outran blockbuster. It's not they they blockbuster had the corner the market cornered in terms of like a stationary rental where you go there, but nobody had given you the deliverable rental DVD 
And then while Netflix was capturing that, right, and Blockbuster was still in the stores, Netflix went to went to digital streaming. You know what I'm saying? And it's like they really outran them. But damn, bro, I never thought about that. Yeah, I'm as excited as you are. Shout out, Alex. God, right there. Oh, yeah, man. What did you? What? Ah, uh, nah, nah. Let me not. Let me not. What was that? What was that Caucasian thing you were saying this week? Oh, <laughs> oh, was good. It was good. My gang low section. That shit funny as fuck. That was good. That was good. That was good. It was good. My gang low saxon oh. Shout out to all the gang low saxons out there. You know what I'm saying? We fuck with you. That's funny as hell. I'll be trolling too damn much, bro. Um, now, what was funny was that you actually said that to Alex. Yeah. That- well, I was about to, and then I was like, you know what? I'm a BLD. Nah, I'm gonna cut this whole bit out. Nah, I mean. Fuck it. Uh, yeah, that shit funny. Yeah, people, some people gonna laugh. Obviously, you know, some people gonna be butthurt, but yeah. you can't control. You, you only, you only, you only fucking. Uh, what's the word, bro? Shout out my nigga Q, right? Shout out Q now, right? Cuber. Q told me you're only responsible for what you say, not how people take it. That's a fact. That's a fact. I feel like the fucking whole world need to learn that shit right Except, now. except with y'all, your shorty. Y'all be butthurt way too goddamn much. And that's a rabbit hole we not going down. I'm actually being very shout sarcastic. Out, shout out my baby. <laughs> I love my shorty too, but goddamn it. Um, oh, we calling her your shorty now? Okay. I mean, yeah, bro. God. Still, bro, it's like, you just gotta like, all right, we're not going to get into this topic too much, but it's like sometimes you just got to shut the fuck up. Nah, for sure, for sure. That's why I'm saying we're not going down there. We're not going to go down that route. <laughs> sometimes you just got to sit there and shut the fuck up. You, you know, know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some funny shit. All right. Anyway. <laughs> I guess last last question, last question. Um, this is the last question I have for you, unless you want to, you know what I mean, yap it up. But, I mean, I'll be back. What are you, what are you planning, brother? What's, what's not, not just like, and actually, I guess this is the question. What are your dreams? Or like, where do you see yourself? Like, what do you want to plan for, for the next like five years? Man, oh man. Great question. You know what I'm saying? Um, You can give us the dream, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the dream has, has been, you know, I, I kind of end the shit with a little story. Um, we love stories. I'm not. A, I'm not a go, an amazing storyteller, but whatever. We are here. Um, so this was like the f- was the first time, one of the first times, or at least one of the earliest memories of me going to the Dominican Republic. Um, and in the Dominican Republic, a uh, little fun fact: they have the the world's. Uh, I think it was either the the world's first or it's like the largest basilica in the world. Um, and it's in Igwe. And my mother, she takes, she takes me there, um, every, you know, cause I don't get to go to DR often, but when, when we do go there, right, she takes me to, to the Basilica and there's, um, this piece of the Virgin Mary and it's behind, it's inside like this enclosed, like altar and she's like you know there's like gold on it it looks mad like mystical and shit mm-hmm. and you're supposed to put your hand on it close your eyes and you pray to it you make a wish i remember being like seven years old or something <laughs> what was i was young and i told myself yeah i want to 
I want to be a baller. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to be a fucking NBA player. Yeah. All right. That was my fucking dream as a little kid. Obviously, I'm not in the fucking NBA. Yeah, no, right? obviously, you're on this low end podcast. Yup. With your boy. Well, nigga's still balling. One way or the other, I'm still fucking balling. I'm still going ball. Okay. My dream is to is to literally just be able to get paid off of my creative ideas. You know what I'm saying? All right. All right. As a as a modern day Renaissance man. Okay. Right? Okay. You don't got you don't got more anything like specific, anything tangible. Yeah, I mean, I'm about to drop a brand. You know what I'm saying? I wanna. Okay. I'm eventually gonna make my 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 comeback as a filmmaker. Uh, I want to continue doing murals. My brother, as a filmmaker. Yeah, yeah, I did. You know, you got the, you know, you got the rights. What you mean? You can book, you know, my G, you know what I mean? Oh, no, nah, we don't. That's, that's yeah, listen, we, I'll let you, I'll let you run that. G. We cooking up, bro, we cooking up. You know what I mean? You just, we just holler at me. We'll make, that next year. We gonna make some, we gonna make some movies with that. With, with, especially, like, you, you're a crazy, you're a dope writer, man. We, we could definitely make a movie for that. Yeah, right? yeah. That's, but, yeah. Yeah, man, just continue on to, to be the best I can be, bro, as an artist. Okay. And just as a as a as an individual, you know what I'm saying, human being and shit. Mm-hmm. The world's going to shit, but you know, I feel like artists at the forefront of just like trying to make it a a, a more better place, you know what I'm saying, in terms of just like inspiring like like visuals and shit you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying i know what you mean and for me it's kind of like the um the character uncle salvador um in the book in my book where basically when he he kind of gets haunted by this ghost or whatever but like he ends up painting these murals like all across america and he can't see the kids reaction but the ghost with him he can see the kids reaction and it's sort of like that's fire. Even even when you don't see the impact of your art, and sometimes even when people don't realize the the art it had an impact on them, like it stays with them forever. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, that's a fact. Nah. I remember I was working on Haverhill Street. Um, this was literally like over the summer when I was working on that. Uh, this kid, bro, he pulled up on me. He was like, yo, bro, uh, you're Wilfred, right? I was like, how you know my name? I just motherfucker know my name. Yeah. You, know you, the, you the feds, bro? But nah. That's what he said. He, he knew who I was because, um, you know, he, he's been to ET. Now when I was there, when I, was, I think I was away in the, in the military. Uh, he was there with his friends and he was telling, telling him about me. And he was like, and he was like, yeah, he's the one that did that mural on Haverhill Street. And he, was, he literally like, walks by that shit every day and told me how inspired he was by it. Like inspired enough to like, like, join the military because of that shit. Wow. I know. He, he told me that shit. I was like, yo, listen, brother, you know what I'm saying? Just, he didn't, did he even uh, know he was in the military? He knew, yeah, because yeah. they told him. Okay, and wow, wow. He joined in the Marine Corps, too. Like, wow. Yeah, so. Youngin', youngin'. I'm not out here recruiting, right? It just happened type of thing. But, hey, USMC, let me motherfucking get my my fees and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, but it, it's on some real shit where it's like, you're but, even. But, even, yeah, like. Just, just the fact that I knew I inspired him that much is, yeah, yeah. you know, both scary, but <laughs> no, say it's both. It's very humbling. Uh, you gave you, you showed him. A, this is what I think happened. You know, I'm not gonna speak for young man, but 
at times when you look in, when you're young and you look in for how to make your way, mm-hmm. sometimes you feel like you don't have somebody to show you like how to make that way. You know what I'm saying? And I think you, you definitely gave him that. You know what I'm saying? Um, and not even as like, yeah. I thought you were gonna say he was he started like doing graffiti or something. Like, nah, my man straight up. Nah, I mean I know some kids that definitely That's crazy. Like I've inspired off of just like, you know, art and they they, they draw. Yeah, you know yeah, saying? yeah. That that one is just like but that's that a wild one, twist. That was like a recent one that was like, yeah, that's like That's a plot twist. Yeah, that is a twist. Um now yo, shouts shouts young homie going out there. Yeah, shouts young shouts out to the young. Pray they don't bring the draft back. Um, anywho. Yeah, bro. Shit, shit getting real. Shit getting real, bro. Yo, on that note, my brother, thank you for, for coming on today. And thank you for having me, brother. Having this convo. I know we talked about you. We could, we could just hit the buttons now, but 